0: Hello everyone, my name is Sarah, and it is a pleasure to welcome you to my chair. Every weekday we will meet here to reflect on a passage from 1 Peter. If you'd like to dive deeper into this book, I encourage you to find our reading plan on UVersion. Simply download the UVersion app from your app store and then just type Who is Grace into the search bar and select the 1 Peter plan. A challenge from the reading plan that I want to encourage you to try is to read or to listen to the entire letter, start to finish, in one sitting, once a week. I promise it's worth it, but I also know that that sounds like a lot. To help you with that, I recorded a reading of all five chapters, and you can find that on this podcast. Just look for the episode titled, 1 Peter, The Whole Darn Thing, and push play while you're in the car, doing chores, or taking a walk. Right now, let's dive into First Peter. Woo, we're in chapter four all week, everybody, so let's look at verses three through six today. I bet each of us can think of the ways we used to live before Christ or before we got serious about our relationships with Jesus. Perhaps you can relate to these these Christians. Once you started taking Jesus seriously, you lost friends. You were no longer just looking for a good time, and so in their eyes, you became less fun. But maybe for you, a few of those friends or family members started to get curious, and they wanted to know why you changed and why you'd stop gossiping or bar hopping or whatever it was. I hope so. I hope you have had and will have many opportunities to share the good news of Jesus and his transforming power. Peter seems to be commending these Christians for walking away from their sinful, selfish lifestyles and reminding them that those who reject Christ will be held more accountable to God as righteous judge. It's not our task or our calling to hold a pagan world accountable to God's standard. I know we're shocked, (laughs) I know we're shocked that non Christians make non Christ like choices, but we shouldn't be. We should only be shocked and dismayed when we ourselves make such choices. How is the sinful world to see and know there is a Savior, except that we show them something different, something better, something holy? And listen, since the resurrection of Jesus, the gospel has been preached. His word has been proclaimed. And for those who hear the message, they will choose to follow or not to follow. For many who follow, the world judges them and they face suffering. That's the status of these Christians in Asia Minor and the status of lots of Christians in the world today. But when God judges them, they will be found not guilty, and they'll have the reward of eternal life. So is it worth it to suffer for a while in this body and in this world for the sake of forever with Jesus Christ? Peter thought so. Christians throughout all of history have weighed the cost and decided that Jesus is worth it, even when they have had to pay the ultimate price. He's worth it. But we'll get to that more in a couple of days. Pray with me. Jesus How unworthy we are of your gift of salvation. We're no more worthy than any sinner in any place in any time. So thank you for calling us out. Thank you for rescuing us. And Jesus, fill us with courage to share the good news of your transforming power with the world around us, starting with one colleague or one classmate or one neighbor or one friend at a time. Amen. Thank you for joining me today. Remember, you can always access Grace's daily read plan and additional resources like small group curriculum at whoisgrace.com forward slash read. If this time is meaningful for you, please like, subscribe, and share this podcast so others can find it too. I look forward to meeting you at my chair again tomorrow. God bless.